Nothing But The Words, episode number 31, Write Better by Revising More. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. This week, I want to dive into the revision process and why you are probably not revising enough and how you can change that pretty simply. Everything in this episode, of course, presupposes that you care about the quality of your book. That might seem obvious to you, but the truth is that not everyone is particularly interested in writing a great book. Lately, and in fact, over several years, I've run into authors who were really okay writing C-plus books. They were okay doing C-plus books just to get them out as quickly as possible, just to reach some launch date or pre-appointed deadline that they had in their own heads. These authors were willing to sacrifice quality to get to the finish line faster. That's not really my philosophy, and I hope it's not yours either, because your timeline can change if you need it to. It might seem like you're writing a book on romance and it must come out on Valentine's Day, but if your book isn't the best that you can make it, it's not ready to come out yet. I do think there is a time and place for doing B-plus work, Mm, B-minus work even, not really C-plus, but your book just is really to me never that place. Your book is a representative of you, of your business, of your brand, of what you believe that you send out into the world. And if you want a below average representative, I guess you could go for it. But I coach my clients to write with excellence. That doesn't mean you have to try to compete with Nobel Prize winning authors or the authors whose work you love the most. I find so many of my clients are readers and they find themselves competing with the authors whose books they love. You don't need to do that. It just means that you commit to write the best book that you can possibly write using the skills, the knowledge, and the resources you have at the moment. A big part of upholding that standard of excellence for your book is the revision process. Now, one of my coaching clients is, he's nearly finished with his first draft of his manuscript and he was super excited about it in our last coaching session. He's a very strong writer. His content is organized, it's clear, and yes, He's still going to have to do rewrites. And when I told him that, he was so disappointed because I've given him great feedback and he's made some changes along the way. He was hoping he wouldn't have to do more revisions, but that is just not how the process works. And this is what I would suggest. What you produce when you first write your manuscript, that's a first draft. Now, most of us in high school were told not to turn in a first draft of our writing. That hasn't changed, but I do suggest you lower the standard for your first draft. Don't try to write a perfect first draft. Just try to get the content down. Revision will be the process by which you make that the best you can possibly make it. Before you send your manuscript to your beta readers, before you send it to your author coach, before you give it to your husband or your wife to read, and definitely before you send it to your editor, you need to do at least one pass of revisions. And I suggest multiple passes of revisions of your writing. Here's the deal. When you send anyone the first draft of your work, you really limit their ability to give you helpful feedback. 
If they're so busy stumbling over things that could have easily been fixed in your own revision process, they won't be able to see the things that you could change that could really make your book shine and take it to a higher level of writing. Sending your best possible work to your editor, for example, will allow her to produce better results for you in the end. Trust me on this. Now, that's not to say your work needs to be perfect before anyone reads it. It's not going to be perfect. If it were, you wouldn't need anyone to read it. You wouldn't need an editor. You wouldn't need beta readers. But it is to say that you really need to raise your standard for how you revise your work. Now, before I submit my writing to an editor, and I work as an editor, and yes, I still have my work edited professionally, or before I submit work to a client for whom I'm ghostwriting or co-writing a book, I review that work no less than four times. That's where the magic happens. That's when my writing goes from okay to good, from good to great, or from great to world-class. You can have the same experience. Revision will make your work better. Now, you will definitely need to do some experimenting to figure out what revision process works best for you, but I'll share with you how I typically revise when I'm writing my own books. It's a little different when I write with clients or with a co-writer because I have to send the work back and forth for approval, but this is what I do for my own writing. I start, of course, by writing a rough draft, a first draft of the chapter. Then if time permits, I put it aside for a day or two and come back to it to look at it with fresh eyes. I review the chapter from beginning to end, and along the way I make improvements in language, word choice, flow, sentence structure, content, whatever I see that can be made better. This is not rocket science, it's just a series of steps. So first, just do the basics, like run spell check. Fix any spelling, grammar, or punctuation issues that you find. Then look for some of these things. Is there variation in your sentence structure so the writing doesn't become monotonous to your reader? So if every sentence is about five words long, or if every sentence is about 20 words long, you're going to wear your reader out. There needs to be some variation in your sentence structure. Are you repeating the same words or phrases too often, especially in close proximity to each other. <laughs> I was reading something I wrote over the weekend and I had used the same word in a short paragraph like six times. That's not gonna cut it. Is your description sufficient or does your description need to be pruned back a bit? That's going to depend on a lot of things like what kind of book you're writing, but you'll be able to read it and tell if this is a whole page of description, your reader probably doesn't need that. If you have no description and you're writing a memoir and you just drop us in the middle of nowhere, you probably need to add some description. Will your opening sentences or your opening image captivate the reader? That's important because you don't want the reader to kind of get bored at the beginning and they will put the book down. And that applies from one chapter to the next. So you may want to spend extra time revising that first sentence or that first paragraph. Have you used dialogue when it makes sense to use it instead of maybe recounting in a descriptive way the way a conversation took place? Give us the dialogue. Tell us what he said. Tell us what she said. And is that dialogue revealing in some way? If it's important enough for you to quote it in your book, it should be telling us something about the situation or about the characters involved. Are you choosing strong descriptive nouns and verbs, or are you relying too much on adjectives and adverbs? If anywhere in your book you have used phrases like walked slowly or ran quickly, <laughs> you need to go back and choose stronger verbs in those cases and release those adverbs out to the wild where they belong. Is your content organized in a way that will be easy for readers to follow? 
Sometimes you need to move a chapter, move a paragraph or so around in a chapter, move a sentence, whatever it is, you'll be able to pick up on it during the revision process much more easily than you can when you're actually writing. And ultimately, does the chapter convey what you want it to convey? Now, if you're writing fiction, there are other elements you need to consider. If you're writing a how-to book, there are other elements you need to consider. But these are elements that affect any kind of book you might be writing and things you should look for in the revision process. If you do nothing but address those elements, you will be well ahead of the vast majorities of authors who don't do that work. It may seem like a lot, but a lot of this you will you will do it on autopilot because you'll notice it as you reread your work and you will become more adept at revision over time. The more you do it, the easier it will become. You'll find your writing skills also improving in the process so you don't have as much to clean up on the back end. And trust me, you will not catch all of those things that I just listed on the first pass and that's okay. You really don't have to. That's not the goal. You just want to catch as much as you possibly can. Now, in my case, I will likely revise the chapter once or twice more before I move on to the next chapter. Then after I've written all the chapters, it's a 12 chapter book, I've got them all written. I'll review the entire book from beginning to end. You guessed it several times over. I may do two or three more passes. I may do six or seven more passes. It just depends on what I think the book requires to be its very best. For most of my coaching clients though, I've found that one revision pass before moving on to the next chapter is best. It helps them to keep their momentum going because it's very easy to get caught up in rewriting and rewriting and rewriting the same chapter and never move on to the next one. So I recommend that people give it one pass, two at the most, and then move on to the next chapter, at least until you get in the habit of writing. Now, when you think of your favorite books by your favorite authors, several of my clients, they really love Brene Brown's books. They're not my favorite books, I will have to say. I'm not in love with her writing style, but I understand what they see in her books. Imagine that person, whether it's Brene Brown or Toni Morrison or Maya Angelou, whoever it is, sitting at their desk. She's sitting at her desk. She's in front of a typewriter. She's in front of a pad of paper. She's in front of a printout. She's in front of a laptop. And she's going through her work one more time. This is the fifth or sixth revision of her work. And it hasn't even gone to the editor yet. Let me tell you, that's likely what he or she did. Whether your favorite author is a man or a woman, that's likely what he or she did. The best authors understand that writing well comes from rewriting. Maybe there's some special gifted unicorn writer out there who just produces perfect first drafts and doesn't need to do any revising. I would say that I'd love to meet this person, but frankly, I have no interest in meeting this person, <laughs> but I don't actually think it exists. Yes, you may have a moment when you write a great page or a great paragraph, and that's fantastic, but everything needs revision. Even if you love your first draft, you can always improve it with revision. There's a saying among authors that writing is rewriting, and the assumption in that is that you want to write well because you can write without ever revising anything. But if you want to produce the best book you possibly can, however, if you want to produce the best book you possibly can, that my friend requires you to revise and revise more. I hope I'm leaving you inspired and committed to revise your book to a level of greatness because you absolutely can do that. If you need help with that process, get it. Find out more about author coaching at CandiceLDavis.com forward slash short books or take a writing class or buy and study a book on writing. You can do this. You can write and revise your way to a phenomenal book. 
Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.